What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is celebrating with an unbeatable offer. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for throwing down $5 on the NBA. Win or lose, it doesn't matter. You'll start the season with an instant dub. And with DraftKings parlays, everyone's got a shot at even bigger wins. String together multiple bets from the same game or build your parlay across games for a shot at making your payday even sweeter. Basketball is more fun when you're in on the action. Download DraftKings Sportsbook now and use code VOCH, V-O-C-H, VOCH. New customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly for betting just $5. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook using promo code VOCH. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. Licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, 21 plus age, varies by jurisdiction, void, and ONT. Bonus best expire 168 hours after assurance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball. Terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Come on in. Come on in. We have another episode of the Lombardicus Live. And man, Skywalker still, man, it, it, I'm I'm just ready, sir. I'm just ready. You know, we it's, it's, a, it's a lot of nonsense on the social medias. All the content guys tired of talking about it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just I'm just ready to get into it, man. But um, as I was thinking about it, you know, what I mean, you know, you know, the one thing I miss about Cowboys versus Eagles is is Dez constantly reminding them that y'all can't cover me and him going to have a huge day. Oh, man, Dez. I got to find it for you. Keep talking. Dez pregame, Dez during the game and Dez after game was always the best part about Cowboys versus Eagles to me. You know what I'm saying? Now, according to Eagles fans, Cowboys ain't never beat them. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just some shit that just ain't just, no, that ain't even the right button. Goddamn, it's false. According to them, that the Cowboys never 
have done any, have done nothing positive versus the Eagles. But it is what it is, man. I don't negotiate with terrorists. I don't get on the internet and listen to people that don't uh, do me positive anyway. So, Cowboys, listen, man. Cowboy fans, Cowboy Nation, everybody tuned in right now. Just stop negotiating with terrorists. Stop negotiating with terrorists. Find a way to get your mind off of it. Find a way to get off Twitter and 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 get your ass right on. Like Scott, like I thought it was just one dude in my in in my chat box in particular, right? And you know, you know, they're outliers to everything, right? Okay, it's just one guy saying this. That that can't be a thing. I was on social media and I really shouldn't be on social media. There are many Eagles fans that feel like Jalen Hurts hadn't thrown it, no interceptions this year. They they just act I, like it's like it's not a thing. They act like it's not a thing. They say, well, Jalen's throwing interceptions, but Dak's interception is going to be worse. Like they, they own that that kind of time right now, right? Or if you look at any type of look at Dez, look at Dez. Or if you see that's um Butler, Malcolm Butler, Jenkins, Jenkins, whatever name, beat shut them boy. Um, or 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 there will be some graphic about things that the Cowboys have done. Uh, Cowboys graphics and what's his name on Twitter? Shots out to you, right? He put graphics, this, yeah, yeah, yeah he, he put up this graphic like, hey man. If you look at AJ Brown average numbers versus CD Brown, uh, CD Lamb's average numbers, they look kind of comparable, man. Should be a fun game. This motherfucker's up under there. AJ Brown miles ahead of CD Lamb. You can't even put them in the same. And I'm. And, oh and yeah, what's his, what's his name? EP. It, it don't matter. Yeah. It don't matter what his name is. He's a terrorist, is what he is. I don't care what. I don't care what he. I'm like, bro. At least keep it a buck here. At least keep it a buck. Everything I feel like. And this ain't me trying to make Cowboy fans sound rational because there's still a part of me that don't fool with y'all neither. But I feel like at least what the content creators try to do is that we'll see something that's aligned with some type of tangible evidence and then just speak on what that is. And I feel like I thought I was the homer, Scott. Out of all the Dallas content people, I thought I was the homer. I am, but I thought I was the homer. (laughs) (laughs) But everything I've seen from the other side has been emotion and crying and hope and wish. That's why I hope we really beat the shit out of these boys. I'm your host, man, Lombardi. Hey, Bobby. And this is just a mixtape. And on everything I love, man, I started off the week, man. I'm like, man, I'm just going to be humble. I'm just going to be just a, a in-the-middle commentator. Scott, I was really like, well, you know, the Eagles and the Cowboys <laughs> are to have a, a football contest. The, football the gathering. Cow- the Cowboys of Dallas versus the Eagles of Philadelphia. And we're going to, hmm, 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 Hall Blade Brown. Come on and call in and tell us what you think about the contest that's happening on Sunday. And you know what? You've done a fantastic job of, of, of giving us content, Blade Brown. We love you here, but in real life now, I'm like, we still in your sounds. We still in your voice. The Eagles getting smoked. I don't like none of y'all no way. I'm not speaking on nothing positive about you. I care about nothing. That's how I've been feeling, Scott. That's how it should be. Mood. We just showed you the mood with Des Bryant and Malcolm Jenkins. That's really what it is, man. Like at the end of the day, we can talk. The football talk will be there, right? But this is Philly. This is the Cowboys. This is Philly fans. This is Cowboy fans. The trash talk got to be a part of it. <sighs> at the end of the day, basically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Sky, man. Hey, look, look, you know, you know, um, I love to listen to feedback of the show, whether I'm, you know, reading comments or whatever. You know, yesterday we uh broke down the Eagles defense. Today we'll be looking at the Eagles offense. We'll have a lot more to say today than yesterday. We're breaking down the Eagles defense yesterday, and I feel like I was being totally fair talking about the Eagles defense. I feel like everything I said was there's some tangible evidence around it. And somebody was like, it, it, uh, over in the volume comments, y'all can go look. They was like, 
Bradbury better than any cornerback y'all got. And I was like, all right. You ain't got a lot of me play. You ain't got a lot of me play. But whatever. They lie to themselves. They lie to themselves. They still saying that? All right. So this is what we got today, let's Scott. We breaking. Yeah, let's talk about it. We breaking down Cowboys offense. I got a lot on my plate today, which is and the phones just all right. I, but uh we're gonna talk about the Eagles offense. I got a couple talking points that I want to talk about Eagles offense. We're in the Patreon today, patreon.com slash Vice Lombard, and we were catching up on defense versus the Rams. And I saved one play from Michael Parsons. It was one of his um one of his pressures for middle linebacker. And I just want to talk about uh, you know. Like, hey, it'll, it'll sure be fun to use Michael Moore in this situation. We're going to talk about that a little bit. Uh, I got some sound clips. Um, some sound clips from Dan Quinn's press conference that he did a couple of days ago. He had, a, he had a couple of comments on the Eagles from a couple of days ago, but it's still comments on the Eagles, so we'll relatively uh, react to them. Mike McCarthy talking about uh, some Eagles players, talking about Tyron Smith and Chuma Doga, what that means, and a lot of people talking about De'Ron Bland. And then Skywalker Steele. Did you get a chance to listen to J. Ron Curse's uh, locker room availability? Not all of it. But the, the the important part of I'm just done talking. That's important I'm, too. I'm, I'm ready to go. I feel like, and I'm I'm glad that the that the timing worked out like this. I feel like you know when J. Ron was giving his football speak, you know he ain't just flat out say you know at the Eagles, but he he did give some football speak. Man, if we just do this, 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 we'll be fine. He started mentioning some of the this, this, and this, this, and this is, and I just kind of want to dissect what he was talking about. Uh, see if we can get something from it. And uh, also, I want to talk about some Cowboy personnel concerns. You know, just some guys that I feel like uh, on on our defense, and I can, you know, run this by you. We can we can talk about it. Um, will we have problems with those dudes uh, playing certain roles that they possibly possibly been playing? Uh, but the matchup this week is different. So should we change personnel based on who we're who we're playing against? I got a couple couple of dudes for us to it's talk about. It's one of those, those uh, B-type games, broadest-type games. I got a game for you guys. I got a game for you guys. <laughs> but, but look, though, this is one of those days, right? You know, yesterday, you know, whether I sounded arrogant or not, I was trying to be – I was trying to be an analyst yesterday, but now nah, welcome. But uh, I just really didn't have a whole bunch to say about the Eagles defense in general. How I feel about them is, is how I feel, I feel about them. I got a lot to say about Eagles or just more to say because, you know, I ain't, I ain't going super deep because they'll change their whole shit and do something different. Um, but I do have a lot more Eagles to, to talk about today. So this should just be a uh, just a more lengthier show. Might right. even have a little bit of film later, too. I got some film. So me and Will still got yeah. some damn four play. Uh Also, too, Scott, just just a little teaser, right? Because in Radio Land, they call this a teaser. I see the the uh, the play that you got queued up. The Rams did did that same type of play a couple times. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hey, we just studied this last week. Let's do this shit again. It will be fine. So here, here for you, sir. Me, uh, We just talked about that in the uh, Patreon today. It's funny you brought that up because – this this feels like the last couple of matchups is kind of leading towards this game. Come on, if you talk about schematically, so it's fun. It'll be fun. Fun film break. It's almost like the last few things that we've done got tied into one team and Here been given go. to the Eagles. We'll talk about it, Scott. We'll talk about it. Fantastic uh, stuff by you, sir. Uh, let's get into <clears throat> some some sound clips, okay? Let's get into some sound clips. Um, so that's one. Because really what this is, just a whole bunch of talking about Jalen Hurts, a whole bunch of talking about A.J. Brown, a whole bunch of talking about, you know what I'm saying, uh, whoever, whoever. I'm not going to give Tush Push a whole bunch of conversation. No, please don't. It, I'm not going to give Tush Push. I've never seen a play that gets one yard get so – it's one yard, man. 
Scott, I was listening to Dan Quinn and Mike McCarthy's press conference. They may have asked about it seven times. Yeah, I know. You're right. Because when I was I was uh, scanning through to try to find something this morning, right? Yeah. And I'm like, he's still mm-hmm. talking about the damn push, push, the hush, push, <laughs> the push, push. Scott, <laughs> let me let me let me say it like this. And look, many people haven't even thought of it like this, right? Let's just say whatever the number is, right? Let's just say that the Philadelphia Eagles are 36 for 40 on the tush push, right? Y'all asked Mike McCarthy seven times about a play all together that's only amounted to 37 yards. Come on. For real. And Dan Quinn's point is, what about the motherfucker that can get 37 yards in one play? Facts. I don't give a damn about this one yard, fam. You know what I'm saying? So we just going to do it like that, man. Let's get into these clips, Scott. Um, we'll start with... Um, We'll talk about the quarterback last. Let's start with A.J. Brown. We're on him now. Um, A.J. Brown, a player that I respect a bunch regardless of what Eagles, um, you know, Eagles fans feel or whatever. I respect A.J. Brown a bunch. Um, <clears throat> he's he's one of my favorite players now. That's the bad part about this guy. I love A.J. Brown. I love. Oh, shit. Uh, they going to clip uh, this, bro. <laughs> I, yeah, fuck. yeah, look, Scott, I actually like the players, but I can't because I'm draft guy at the end of the day. Uh... Scott. Scott, when A.J. Brown was at Ole Miss, he was my number one receiver. That's why this sucks. He was my number one receiver coming out of Ole Miss, dog, like on my draft board. And I'm a fan of the player. But they clipped me shitting on Jalen Hurts. They did. your ass. And now everybody feel like I can't stand A.J. Brown. I'm a fan of his game. I actually want, like, we have a big contested catch wide receiver that don't do it correctly. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we, got, we got Dollar General A.J. Brown. This one does it correctly. I tell you that. AJ Brown does all the shit that you want Michael Gallup to do, as far as contested catches, as far as muscling people. Michael Gallup used to be deep threat guy. He ain't that no more. He used to be jump ball guy. He ain't that no more. He used to be play through you guy. He ain't that no more. Everything that Gallup ain't that Cowboys have romanticized about Michael Gallup. AJ Brown is five times that. And that's what frustrates me because he's a really good player. Uh, here's Mike McCarthy. Turn my volume up here. Will still, when it sounds good, you just give me a thumbs up to make sure it sounds good. Gotcha. Uh, here's Mike McCarthy talking about A.J. Brown. I don't think when you look at him, just the contested catches jump off the chart. I mean, he has, you know, such an excellent uh, catch radius. Um, you know, obviously has a great understanding and connection with, with the quarterback. But um, <laughs> I was going to highlight, you know, one thing about him. I would say his ability to make the contested catch. I think when you Shaq, the Vikings fan, dropped five of the Super Chat says, breaking news, Vach, Vach Lombardi's favorite wide receiver is H.A. Brown. <laughs> you don't get two hollers for that. Hey, man, relax. So I said, y'all ain't never getting that Gallup interview. Nah, nah, we, it's a rap. <laughs> I mean, I was going to go. <laughs> Scott. You know, Scott, no, stop, Scott, stop, Scott, stop. I stop. heard about Scott, you. Scott, stop. <laughs> all right, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Go, go. What were we talking about? Go ahead, coach. My bad, coach. Yeah, man. All right, we just, uh, I mean, I don't really do interviews, no way. I mean, <laughs> you, know, you know, I just uh, keep my head down. If I only get two catches, I get two catches, man. I'm I'm happy with that. I'll be content. I, I ain't got to catch another pass all year, you know? So if they want to talk about that on they <laughs> little YouTube show, on their little YouTube show, then they can. <laughs> on their little YouTube show. Oh, they little on that little ass YouTube show. YouTube show, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, everything that Mike McCarthy just said about AJ Brown, me and Skywalker still echoed that very physical player, very physical player. Um, 
Deron Bland's going to be on the offensive left, defensive right. Mm-hmm. Whether you on social media, whether you watch Skywalker Steel Show, whether you watch the damn game yourself, all the deep balls of A.J. Brown happen on the left side of the field. It is what it is. Deron Bland don't move neither. So that's where he's going to be at. I want to play this clip from Mike McCarthy in reference from Deron Bland to A.J. Brown and all that. They're just talking about Deron Bland. Somebody asked Mike McCarthy, how uh, how is Deron Bland built to cover different types of receivers? That's a pretty solid question. Yeah. Here's what Mike McCarthy said about it, and then we'll tie that into that matchup in particular. Here we go, Coach Mike. Well, I mean, I, I think that's all part of the growth um, that, you know, any, any corner goes through. And uh, But, yeah, I, I think he's definitely built for this. Um because you know he he can he can anchor at the breaking point. You know, obviously his, you know, you see his toughness uh, as far as just just you know uh, crack replace and and things like that. Uh, obviously, we talk all the time about his ball skills and ability to make plays on the ball. So yeah, I think he's definitely built for this contest. So let's not get this mistaken about Deron Bland because some of the 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 conversation around the internet is should we switch corners? Should we have Gilmore chase around AJ Brown? And should we have Deron Bland chase the the uh, shiftier um, Devonte Smith? And this is what I think people got messed up about Deron Bland. Deron Bland's he's built to do all things. He's not just little bro playing good anymore, right? So Deron Bland is quick and shifty and runny enough to deal with the quick, shifty, runny dudes. But I even think versus big receivers, and we have evidence of this, Will Steele, even versus big receivers, Deron Bland is your best tackling corner, I would say. Yes, 100%. Deron Bland tackles people. He tackles running backs, right? And A.J. Brown's a big-ass uh pass catching running back big physical moment like deron bland tackles guys like that all the time he's able to 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 fight through um to fight through to fight through wide receivers trying to trying to fight through him most of deron bland's picks i mean some of them come easy scott but a lot of them come from him muscling the ball from people mm-hmm. if you if 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 y'all been watching film that you know Vachon will still puts out to you right um aj brown the type of passes that he'll throw that he'll you know that he'll catch it's either going to be a deep ball up the sideline or it's going to be like something short going across and deron bland eat them up for breakfast this ain't me just saying deron bland gonna smoke the shit out of aj brown because i feel like aj brown gonna get a couple of big plays on deron that's deron's game but if the eagles feel like they can just go pick on deron bland and throw nine passes at him deron will come back with like four uh, about five or six go ahead scott no, nah, yeah, I mean, he's going to get targeted for sure. Mm-hmm. And I said this this morning, like we haven't really seen him have to deal with too much downfield. The double, sure. he got hit with the double move against, you know, against the Chargers. So get Chargers. ready for that. Mm-hmm. But we haven't seen much downfield. But anything, you know, 15 and in, I mean, it, it's got to be, it's got to be on point. You can't yeah. make a mistake because Deron Bland would make you pay. And that's where most of, if not all of his interceptions are, right, is yeah. is in that area, you know, teams trying to do a quick out or teams trying to do a comeback route or a choice route and they don't pick the right they don't pick the right side or pick the or make the right throw so you know mm-hmm. the thing with AJ though and and Jalen from what I've seen on film they, they have this down pat so if you're a corner and you turn your back just a little bit or you flip your hips just a little bit AJ will break down and, and the ball's out before he turns around and so now you got a, a you know a deep uh type of comeback route for a 16 yard game so they have yeah. a chemistry but again, yep. you you, you got to be on point every time if it's not a deep ball to Deron Bland. Yep, and we'll definitely come back to that point a little bit later, Will Still, because uh, J. Ron Curse, I think he uh, gave us a hint about what the Cowboys have been working on to uh, try to try to deal with that. But <clears throat> the Eagles' defense, Scott. I mean, the Eagles' offense. 
Um, if they're gonna if if they're gonna beat the strike, if they're gonna track Mitchell and run you away, it's gonna be deep ball. It's going to be the deep ball. But what they'll do is they will just hang a dude just down low, and you know, uh, uh, offensive guys play callers. You know, we just call it you know baiting. Uh, see if they'll take the cheese or whatever, right? So they'll be like some dude that we don't really care about, right? Like you know, they'll put Julio down there, maybe Goddard will be down there, some running back down there. And they'll try to get you to come down to throw over you. Uh, if the if the Eagles are going to hang big yards on you, it's going to be deep in the air. Dan Quinn's going to tell us how to you know deal with that later. But let's just check out one more sound clip. This is Dan Quinn telling us about AJ Brown and how fantastic he is. That's, you know, like some are catching run plays and some are downfield. And it appears right now to me, those are the ones that are going down the field. So I think it's probably a combination yeah. of both things. Um, like yesterday, you know, I thought we did a good job of being able to pressure the quarterback. And those are some things that have to go hand in hand uh, if you're going to limit some receivers. I thought um, as strong as Stafford is and as explosive as their receivers had been, we'd better find ways to pressure the quarterback. And uh, that'll be no different this week. Uh, with the talent they are at receiver, you better be able to find ways to pressure the quarterback. Yes. You got to go get hurts, man. <laughs> yeah. You, you got to go, go, please. Go no, you was right, though, because if you look at they're, – they're 13th in the league in pass attempts, but they're 7th overall in yards because of those big plays. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they're 5th in yards per attempt. And, and a lot of that is just hitting Devontae Smith wide open half the damn time or, sure. or A.J. Brown just, just beasting dudes downfield. So, Sure, sure. Um, got to take care of that. Besides that, like play your defense, like do your thing. Um, you know, DeAndre Swift had like a couple of huge run games and, you know, best running back in football, man. But, uh, he's kind of had a slow last, last three games, 57 yards, 62 yards and 18 yards. And, you know, Cowboys have, have run defense for days anyway. And, um, as of late, you know, we don't, we don't see Jalen Hurts is running, uh, counting as a part of that run defense. I mean, run yardage total or whatever. He's not like, they're not, they're not designed running him too much. He'll scramble around, but they're not running him too much. So him and DeAndre Swift, they're going to be around. You got to deal with him as part of football or whatever. But if your ass is going to get whooped, it is going to be deep ball. And look, this is something else the Eagles will do. If you, put too much attention on AJ Devontae can go crazy. Also. I don't, I don't want cowboy fans to forget that, that Deontay is also capable of going crazy. It just happens that AJ Brown is going ridiculously crazy right now. You got something before we move on to the next clip? Uh, are we still in the passing game? Yeah. 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 We all, we all in that just Eagles offense right now. Yeah, please. Now nah, you go, go ahead, go ahead, go to the next clip. Okay. We'll, we'll find a way to you know make it. We are content Kings. Um, this is uh Dan Quinn talking about the Eagles offense in general. Yeah. I think what you, probably you know see from the outside and we all hear about the run game that's with that but man have they been explosive you know throwing the ball this year that's one of the things um you know maybe that i don't know if you want to say added to their package about you know what they're capable of but uh that's one thing you know i certainly you know through the tape you know so far today just seeing the explosive plays that have been generated from them that that to me has been impressive they've always had good strong you know run game and i think inside the combinations uh, that they have are strong. I think Jeff Stoutland uh, is one of the best, you know, in our business at offensive line. He I is. thought combinations yeah. between the front seven, they're good, but adding the, the downfield, not adding the downfield throws, maybe just the the amount, the success of that. I think that's been uh, pretty impressive to see. And the one thing that, that can be frustrating on a lot of these deep pads though, Scott, <clears throat> is you was, uh, you was talking about Hurts and AJ Browns is chemistry and connection and all that. All deep balls aren't, built the same like there, there are some times where you need like a second or two, like, like you know like two ticks and then get the deep ball going sometimes it's i'm just gonna catch 
and throw deep ball, right? So you really have to figure out what your pressure packages are 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 um are uh, gonna be. And if you listen to Dan Quinn, like you can hear it in what he's saying to you. He's saying, Yeah, we gotta find a way to get pressure. I think it's gonna be a lot more than just, hey, we're just gonna send four dudes and drop whatever's left, or send five and just drop whatever's left. Um, I think he's gonna he's gonna try to find a way to rattle hurts. I really wanna play this um JK clip right now. Cause I think he's he's gonna give us a lot of uh, context on what they're thinking. So let me, uh, boy, I don't even know if that's even the JK clip. We just gonna click it and hope it's JK. If it's JK, we are gonna celebrate. Coaches put together a great game plan to uh, go out there and uh, stop the things that he does, and uh, we just have to execute. Like I said, uh, you know, those guys up front, stay in your rush lanes. If you contain and contain, you know, if you're pushing the pushing the uh, a gaps, push it. You know, and uh, keeping them caged in, keep them caged in. Uh, you know, don't get too nosy. Don't go try to be Superman. And uh, like I said, for guys in coverage, just do your job. Read your keys. Watch your man. Keep your eyes on your man. And everything will take care of itself. That's the key. That's the key. You know? And I feel like this was, I feel like this this was a lot of information, really. And this would lead me to believe that, mm, so I wonder, is this going to be a, like, like, was there an emphasis on um, Hankins, Mozzie, Osa pushing a gap? And the outside guys working. That mm-hmm. had me thinking, Scott, well, maybe are they going to do less gap exchanges this game because you don't want to leave open spaces? Is this going to be more of a, hey, we'll sacrifice, you know, because the Cowboys get a lot of their sacks on, on gap exchanges, right? Is this going to be a game where we sacrifice sacks maybe, like gap exchange sacks, in order to play contain, make Hurts uncomfortable in his face, and make him make a bad decision downfield, right? Is this going to be a game where we kind of change up things like that? I'm not saying that that's what it is because anything can happen out there. I don't know. But just hearing hearing J.K. talk about it, there's a lot of emphasis on what he was saying. Hey, man, we got to maintain the run lanes. If your job is to push A-gap, push A-gap. We got to contain them. We got to cage them in. We got to make them make decisions. Then he told us what the DBs was going to do. Hey, man, keep eyes on your guy. If you're caught peeking in the backfield, a lot of DBs get caught versus the Eagles. A lot of DBs get caught peeking in the backfield. They will throw that shit right over your head, and it'll be a big-ass, back-breaking-ass play. And I think J.K. is echoing um, yeah, what can't the coach that, Sir, go ahead. Can't do that, man. Can't do it in man. Can I do it in man? You got it. Let me, let me go back and see what exactly what Jack is. Man, and uh, like I said, for guys, go try to get your nose. You don't go try to be Superman. And uh, like I said, for guys in coverage, just do your job. Read your keys. Watch your man. Keep your eyes on your man. And everything will take care of itself. Watch your man and keep your eyes on your man. This ain't, you know what I mean? This ain't a game where, you know, like if you Donovan or something, and we're, I'm, I'm going to ask you about that, where you, where you, you know, you're supposed to be running with somebody and hurt step up and you see him step up and you stop and now somebody else just guard your man. Maybe there's 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 going to be an emphasis on if they do try to move the pocket and it's one of them easy dump off plays or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Just stick to your guy and don't worry about what Hurts is going to do because maybe it's somebody's job to deal with that. Just listening to J.K. talk about it just kind of made me think about some things in, in context of how the Cowboys are, are uh, going to deal with the Eagles. Did you have something, Scott? Uh, offense line, man, the last couple games, they haven't been the same. They've sure. given up the most pressures in the NFL over the last three weeks. So, it's not they're not playing as that vaunted offensive line that we've come accustomed to to seeing. Um, just like last yesterday, we talked about the defense. They'll be at home, so there'll be a surge and, and whatnot. But you know, I don't know if they'll get Cam Jurgens back. And, but even if they do get him back, they're they're dealing with things up there, right? And, and the Cowboys, it's a defensive line front where you got to find eleven, find ninety, you know, find ninety-seven. And I kind of like what you're saying. Muddle it up in the middle so Hurts can't step up, and you just got to. 
be smart on the outside. I really don't want Micah to play contain all the time mm-hmm. in the sense of, hey, we just going to have Micah just rush up and stand there or just – I need Micah getting after Hurts. So yeah. I would like on passing downs if they put him in the middle of the field, you know, if you want to call it end game or whatever, you put yeah. Micah over top of Jason Kelsey and let him do his thing one-on-one like he did against my man last uh, last week. Well, Scott, do you mind if I show you something on film? Come on, man. You know how we do. Do you mind if I show you something on film? We was in the Patreon talking about this. And shouts out to my Patreon members. They got this first. <laughs> you know, there are perks to being in the um in the in the Patreon. Sky, we looked at this play for like 20 minutes in the in the um in the uh, Patreon. I'm gonna run this play and then we're gonna come back and talk about it. I just want to talk about a handful of things that would stress out an offensive line in this situation in particular. I had to think about this from three different angles, Scott. I thought about this from a center standpoint, from a um, offensive play caller standpoint, and and I just had to think about it, you know, just as a as a um, as a team builder. How 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 frustrating would this be? This is a Michael Parsons pressure, or whatever. And that's really what's what's important to me. But this is what what made it. What what made it difficult for me, Scott, is where Micah ended up. He ended up, he ended up right here, right? Like if this is where Micah's going, he's going to be dealing, uh, he's going to be dealing with the center, right? But that ain't where he started, though, Scott. That's where he ended up. So what makes this difficult? And we did this in Patreon. If I'm a center, right? This is what's in my my mind right now. This is my thought process. I go, man, you know what? We can probably slide three guys over to deal with Armstrong, Micah, and I'm thinking that's Hankins right there. We can slide three guys over to deal with that. But then if Micah moves this way, it changes what guy is dealing with the with the whole slide situation, right? So now the center's going, hey, man, maybe we can slide and do this, and maybe it's the guard's job to get Micah in 92, da-da-da, boom, 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 right? All that just for at the end of the play, right before the snap of the ball, because they're on silent count right now. You see, um, you see, um, quarterback lift up his knee, the right guard do the hand signal. They're on silent count. So this is all about Micah and timing. Micah being in different places. I don't want. I've said this three three weeks in a row, Scott. I don't want Micah in a three point stance on the line of scrimmage on rundowns, just dealing. No, gosh. No just dealing with these dudes, just dealing with Landon Dickerson and B-Gap or something like that. That ain't what I want. I want a situation like this to where you you either going to do one of two things, Scott. You're either going to miss the block. You're either going to put your running back or your quarterback in a bad situation, or you're going to have to like delay a game because you, you can't get the, you can't get the, um, the um, um, slide protection set, right? What's so hard? And Scott, this could be a case of we saving our our best plays for the end. Scott, this could be a thing. But but what's so hard to understand about if I'm in one place, they know exactly where I am. They can dedicate a tight end to me. They can dedicate a running back to me. Whatever, whatever. If Michael Parsons is doing this, this tight end don't help you. Cooper Cup can't crack. He can't help you. The running back can think about helping you, but Michael Parsons versus anybody running back is not a good idea. It's not a good idea, Scott. I understand that they run the screens and all that, but my whole idea is that if I'm playing center, and I thought about it, I put myself in these shoes, Scott, as a center, this would frustrate the hell out of me because I don't know what to tell my guard. I don't know what to tell my tackle. I don't know what to tell me. I don't know what to look back and look and, and look look back and say to the running back. I don't know what to say, Scott. In my mind, especially dealing with Hurts, man, because, you know, it's a lot of ways to navigate pockets. You can step outside. You can step up into them. If I want Micah Parsons going anywhere versus Jalen Hurts, 
I want him at the shortest distance. I know this Matt Stafford and this different, but I want him the shortest distance to Jalen Hurts in his face. And I want that whole picture to be cluttered. I want that picture to be cluttered. What do I mean by the picture? If Michael Parsons is outside, Jalen Hurts got time to step up and look around and figure shit out. If Micah is in my face, Jalen's got to process things quicker. And that's what I want because that's going to lead to a turnover. And there's going to be an Eagle fan in the chat box somewhere saying I'm lying, but Jalen Hurts got eight Ten. picks and 11 turnovers. Yeah, or 11, my bad. 11 turn, you know, some of them's fumbles. 11 turnovers and eight interceptions. That's that's facts. That ain't that ain't Bash Lombardi being emotional like these Eagle fans in the chat, right? This ain't emotion. That's on next gen stats, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So call them something. Scott, if I'm gonna use Michael Parsons in any way, or just if I'm a deal pressure to Jalen Hurts anyway, I'm keeping my in-game guys out there and I want Michael Parsons moving around and tearing up the inside. Cause every time he gets sacks, they they always from from A gap and B gap position. Go ahead, Scott. No, no, no. I had nothing to say. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, I thought you had your play pulled up, but um, yeah, no, but it, it, it went up on accident. Okay, I got you. But to your point, though, to your point, um, I'm with you. We have to, uh, we have to deal with that. Now, here's uh, Dan Quinn specifically talking about Jalen Hurst and his turnovers. W three, boom, boom. First thing you have to look at is say, you know, when did they happen and how did they happen? You know, like when you see one that you know is a tip ball that goes into the D line, and you don't think, okay, he's making bad decisions. It was just a bad luck play. And so I think when you're bold and you're a strong quarterback like he is, um, you're going to go and take your shots and be aggressive because of the playmaking ability um, of the guys. I think the first thing you look for is to say, you know, was there any, you know, special circumstances that caused it? And if there is, then you try to say, okay, how do we, you know, create that? But in this case, um, you know, not all of them are, you know, ones that, oh, that was a bad decision or a bad throw. Um, I think Ain't it funny how all of a sudden the Eagles fans care about context, guy? Ain't that just hilarious? But whatever. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, making all the throws all over the place. So you should have some confidence and ability to do that. And which that is facts, though, Scott. All turnovers ain't built the same. Right. All turnovers are not built the same, but there are common themes that we can't follow. There are, there are tracks and clues and shit that we can follow. Like, Hey, why did he throw this? Why did he throw this? And yes, some interceptions bounce off hands, but other interceptions come from him not even seeing people or him seeing a little bit of pressure and trying to get away from there. That's facts. There could be an Eagle fan somewhere calling me emotional, but it's on pro this this is hey, this, this, no. they, they laid the rules last year all the they all the, the context rules. don't matter we tried to provide context to certain things nope it don't matter now they basically doing the same thing we were saying last year nah keep that same energy bro same energy no matter how the pick happened it happened goofy ass uh jalen hurts uh threw eight picks but five of them were versus pressure cowboys just hadn't beaten number one team in the league in pressure 46.7 pressure rate on pass rushdowns. I mean, that's that's half. <laughs> that's yeah, and his quarterback half. rating drops to 80. So, you know, he's not performing well against pressure consistently. But, you know, he'll have one where he'll make a, a beautiful throw. He's like, man, I had a guy, you know, right in his face, and he just makes a great throw. So, but most of the time, you know, he's been, it's been tough, especially um, in some of the interceptions. Yeah. Um, I mean, Goddard is a dude that you should respect, but we ain't really, you know, yeah, he is. Yeah, he's on one of my matchups to watch because you know they're starting to get him going now. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Whether he's had the type of year everybody else is having or not, he's he's still a dude that you should keep uh keep eyes on. And JK talked about that too. I just didn't didn't um I didn't um pull that clip. Um and look, as much as I said about uh DeAndre Swift, right? You still gotta stop him. Even though his last three games may not have been his first two games starting or whatever, you still have to account for him. You still got to stop him. Just like every other team, just like Austin Eggler, just like all the Reese Hall, just like uh, Saquon Barkley, all these other running backs, these great running backs we've run across. You still got to stop them dudes to, 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 you know, do to do what you want to do, which is put pressure on one and make him throw the ball to you. That's the keys there. Um, also too, though, Scott, I just had this written down bottom. Uh, if Malik Hooker stays disciplined and follow Jalen Hurst's eyes, he can make a couple plays in this game. The problem is we just got to see if Malik Hooker going to stay disciplined and follow Jalen Hurst's eyes. Um, if it's going to be deep ball throwing, or just in general, I I do think Jalen Hurst kind of look his guy. He, he look Stares his guy's eyes. Just, say it. just say it, bro. Jalen Hurst steady his motherfuckers. Yeah, he locks right onto it. Now, <laughs> but but it, it, look, it worked against... Inferior comp, right? It worked when you got yeah. a guy like AJ. You know, you just play my dudes better than you do. Yeah. It don't work sometimes, though. You yeah. get caught wrong. So, yeah. 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 J- J- Jalen will, will will definitely lock down on guys, right? So, if I'm if I'm these safeties or if you if you playing deep or whatever, right? I'm like, hey, man, you know, 
he ain't gonna fool you. <laughs> like he ain't gonna look you off too much. You know what I'm saying? So if you see him looking that way, you can cheat that way, and it'll probably it'll probably benefit you a little bit and cut down on some of that um that um travel time. But you know, hey, Malik Hook, if you want to make some plays, man, come out here and make some plays, bro. Um, I have some personnel concerns for uh for you for you, Will. Still, I'm just I just want to ask you a couple questions there. Does Donovan Wilson in pass coverage worry you in this game? I mean, about as much as it would worry you in any other game, I suppose. I mean, Dono has some range. He's shown that. But I don't think you want Dono covering all game anyway. You want him around that box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The past the past couple of, you know, couple of, you know, Patreon episodes, I've been I've been talking to my family over there, and I've just been advocating for Wanye, you know what I'm saying? Because I would just love to get Wanye going because this just seems to be a game that will just fit him like a little glove. But like the wrong safety then. Mm. J.K.? You worried about his? You worried about Donald's past coverage? I'm, wor- I'm worried about both of them. Uh, honestly, I'm just. Start- yeah, Aaron I'm, I'm, Curse I'm, has been way worse. I'm starting with I. I got three dudes I'm worried about: J.K. Dono and Jordan Lewis. I just started with Dono. Yeah. I just started with Dono. Secondly, on that, on that, on that Dallas Goddard point, do you think that this is a game where you know J.K. can get back to his old ways, or he, is this going to be Dallas, to. or is this going to be Goddard getting back to his old? It ain't way? about how I feel about it. He has to. Like like they they're getting Goddard going, and yeah. and and whether it's injuries, whether it, whatever the hell it may be, but but Curse has not really been as good in coverage as he might have been before, mm-hmm. and that's the it might never happen because of his seniority, but that's the guy, yeah, that I'll be looking to put bring YA in for, yeah, well, seniority and 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 green Dotton is gonna 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 definitely keep jk on the field but i do think that that wanye can help us but we may or may not see that um does jordan lewis covering one of these bigger receivers julio jones if if uh brown ends up in a slot or something like that does does uh jordan lewis and 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 his size That's a give, you any, give you any, yeah yeah he's five ten. <laughs> these dudes one is six three the other one plays like he's six seven so, yeah. you know, yeah, that that's that's a concern, especially if they get J. Lou going downfield. You know what I'm saying? Sure. 100%. Game for Izzy? This would, if you, not not full time, because they don't put A.J. in there all the time. Yeah. yeah and yeah, they're cool. starting to work uh, Julio in there, but I don't know how much they'll do it. This is only Julio's, I think, third game. Third but game. if it was like Julio full time, he's getting 25 snaps in there. Yeah, I, I would I would think about it. I, I would definitely fill it out, see how they play. And if if they start to bring out the big guys in, in the interior, yeah, I would say, hey, Izzy, you up the bat. Well, that's what I got on this guy. That's what I got on. Um, you know, offensive line, of course. I mean, I just I just think highly of that unit and how they're how they're coached. So I ain't really got to say a whole whole bunch about them. Um, Mike McCarthy, is this talking about Cowboys offensive line? Or is this talking about their offensive line? Let's see. Well coached and very talented. Oh, you're talking uh, about the offense line. Here we go. It's a unit that, that that lines up and plays. You know, they, they play a lot of games together. I mean, their continuities. Facts. I feel like high. Um, you yeah. know, you look, you just look at their their run scheme volume. You know, they they challenge you. So, um, but they're very well coordinated and you know, and, and I think just like any line, you know, the, the more you play together, the longer you play together, you know, you're, you know, the numbers speak for themselves. I mean, you you, you could you could take any any team in the last 20 years and, and, and look at um, the starts that can, the, you know, starts of the same five linemen and, and it equates to wins. I mean, that's a statistic that I think is always held up in our league. 
I think Michael will have a good day because he's been thinking about this game for a long time. I think D-Law is going to have a good game because he's D-Law and that's what he does. If Oso Digizua wants me to build him a statue in Dallas, it's the game to do it, man. It's the game to do it. We already know Jonathan Hank has got to, you know, show up and do dirty work, you know what I mean? And based on what J.K. was saying, I wonder how much pocket pushing uh, is going to be a part of the equation with uh, Hankins and, and, and Mozzie and them. But if Osa, and Osa's had a great game versus the Eagles, I, you know, I understand it, but if, if Osa wants me to put a million dollars in his GoFundMe right now, he can afford it, but I'll, I'll do it. If he, want, if he want to be one of my favorite players, I'll buy a, I'll buy a Osa Odigizua shirt jersey tomorrow. Well, Tuesday, I'll show you the receipts. I'm buying that damn shirt jersey if Osa Odigizua I go crazy in this game, Skywalker still. What you, what you think about the matchup Cowboys D-line versus uh, Eagles O-line? It's all about the interior, man. It's all about the interior for me. Um, you know, last week, it, it wasn't a good showing when you watched that film uh, throughout the game. Landon Dickerson gave up eight pressures on the interior. That, again, that's De'Ron Payne, and that's that's Jonathan Allen. Osa is starting to become one of those guys that teams respect around the league. He's having a phenomenal year. Mm-hmm. But if, if he can give them pressure, you know, like they did, then it'll be up to your 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 defensive backs to to make them pay on the back end. But it, it's all about interior for me. You know, Lane Johnson and Jordan Miliata, they're gonna win some. You know, Micah and D Law are gonna win some. But if we can if we can get that pressure, and not just the pressure too. He talked about their run scheme, right? They they got a solid run scheme. If if you can at least contain that zone split they love to run, then they'll use it just to set it up for something else. If you cannot contain it, they will run it to death. They did it to the Cowboys last year. 12 straight run plays on one drive. They did it. Uh, what game was that? Was it Minnesota or Tampa where they just kept running it? And Minnesota wanted to play back and play light? Okay. We'll just run the ball every single play. So it is going to be important for this interior line to A, keep those linebackers clean, and B, create what I call chaos and traffic, right? Cause those accidents at the line of scrimmage and make these guys reroute um, so the linebackers can clean it up. If you don't mind, I think I have the split zone play up here. And there's a couple plays, but this split zone play is, is staple. This is what they love to do. Try to get a duo, then get to the second level with one of their guys. And they don't care if they get four yards, five yards. They'll take this shit all day and tomorrow. So you got to be prepared for it. And if, again, if they don't get it going, they'll use it to set something up like this where it's going to be a play action. All your linebackers are going to commit. And this is really their short passing game, whether it be Goddard, whether it be they'll do this with A.J. Brown. Um, they'll do it with a split back. This is just easy money for them. And it's, it's, this is their short passing game, 100%. They got plays where I've seen, um, I think it was uh, Devontae Smith doing some short drags, but he's not really trying to go there. He's a pusher man. He likes to throw the ball downfield. <clears throat> Excuse me. But you, you have to be prepared for that split zone. And, again, they'll run it with A.J. Brown. They'll do it just like this, and, and we should be familiar with it. But they'll do the play action, and they'll get A.J. Brown. And this is just a simple, you know, trying to get something big here, but this was played well by the uh, commanders. The Cowboys got got on this play last year a few times. Uh, this one was on fourth down. And the difference, I think, and you correct me if I'm wrong, smart and intelligent and reasonable Eagle fans, but the coordinator you had last year, Shane Steichen, it felt like he did a little bit more motion like this uh, than your current coordinator is doing. And he did this out of a condensed split, which makes it tough because now it's all clutter, right? Mm-hmm. And he had, if you notice here, he has Devontae Smith 
way closer to the hash mark. And in the last play, he had Devontae Smith outside of the numbers, and that creates a lot more space for somebody to, to uh, crash down here. But, again, play action split zone, easy money on fourth down, first down. And they scored a touchdown like this uh, in the red zone. So I just think you got to be ready for that split zone and the play action off the split zone. Because what I would hate to happen, Vaj, is you mm-hmm. get into a situation where, you know, you got them second and, and 11 or something like that, and they run that split zone. Next thing you know, they get an easy nine yards, and here comes yeah. the, the, the the hush hush or the, the push put the push push or whatever, you know. Yeah. So yeah. be ready the for push, it. Push push. Hey, man, one way to deal with that is treat that, I'll just call it air quote puller because, you know, sometimes it may be a receiver. Treat that puller like they're a – you know, like you see encounters, like somebody's pulled and kicking somebody, like you crash down and make some 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 kind of content contact with them. Just treat that like it's all like, treat that like you always think, oh, that's somebody pulling to hit me, and that could either and, and that'll either be you either stopping the pull or, or just stopping the crack the uh, crackback block or whatever, or that could just be you rerouting the wide receiver. You just can't let that dude run free. You can't let that dude run free because 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 then that'll be too easy for them and they just gonna. Keep on doing it. You 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 have to uh, disrupt that timing, and you have to be aggressive. And if you that defensive end like that last play that you show, um, uh, Will with uh, uh, Michael was there, and mm-hmm. Mike just kind of let AJ run past him. If you Micah run down, smack AJ, and if you unblocked, quarterback. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll cross that road. Whenever. Easier said than done. It's that, definitely because. <laughs> Because because they set you up with it, so it sure. it looks like run 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 all the time, and next thing you know, and it's it's essentially a triple option, right? You yep. can hand it off to the running back, you can pull it, and and Jalen can run, or Jalen will pull it and throw it. So, mm-hmm. it's it's a I hate the play because it's like a college play, but yep. I hate it because it, it works. That's pretty yep. much it. Yeah, you know, like them like them goofy ass shovel options that shit, used to run in Florida, man. <laughs> yeah, I hate them joints, man. Uh. Is that all the clips I got? Boom. That's Mike McCarthy. Uh, we got one more. We got um, Dan Quinn talking about DeAndre Swift. We we can listen to him, see what he got to say about that. But I think we've we've covered the the you know the most danger. But Dan Quinn on on uh, DeAndre Swift. Yeah, I think it's another element of their speed. You know, I just feel they've they've had good strong backs there for such a long time. It feels like Howie and, and the guys there have done a good job of back after back after back, and you know, all of them can catch, all of them can do things, you know, on the move. So I think their ability for their running backs to split out, run double moves, you know, to be receivers as well as that, you can, you know, picture like Tony, you know, like what is all the unique stuff he does? It's it's running, but it's also with him getting touches in the passing game, and so that's one of the things I think about with the. Philly running backs is their dual threats. And that's it on that. I ain't even got a whole breakdown on uh on uh DeAndre Swift. I think he'll he'll come and go as the offensive line goes. And mm-hmm. if you if you feel like the offensive line hadn't been run run blocking that well as of late, then that's when you can stream DeAndre Swift. Yeah, he's tough. I mean, he's tough. He got some juice, he got some swag to him. If he yeah. get going, it, it can it can be tough to deal with. So you know, priority number one. It, it, they might not be as the running team they were at the beginning of the year, but priority number one in Philly stop is to stop the run. Yep. 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 Crazy as it sounds to the outside world, man, you want Hurts throwing. Crazy as that sounds to the outside world, but that's where our guys are good at. But, you know, let's read some super sky, man. I actually thought about opening the phone, man, but it's broke. <laughs> the phone's broke. The phone's broke, dog. Man, we used up all of our. Uh... You say anytime, minutes, anytime, but we use up all the gigabytes. 
all the gigabyte. Yo, yo, hey, yo, Sky, man. Because look, I was about to, I was about to get into the phones, man. And I looked over in the chat, and somebody said Tyler Steen better than Tyler. Uh, yeah, Hooper. yeah, it's, it's a cesspool right now, man. I'm sorry right. for 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 the quality people in the chat. The good gonna with the bad today, baby. <laughs> it's, it's bad in there. Uh, nah, 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 nah. That's, that's a rap play, boy. You, you, I be down. I be yeah. down, my guy. Yeah, you got Yeah, look, it's Eagle Cowboys week. You know, it's gonna be some trolling going on. Yeah. But fuck, y'all ain't got a lot. <laughs> y'all ain't got a lot, Scott Walker still. Yeah, I know. Anyway, let me uh, pull these supers up. Now, um, what you going to be uh, talking about tomorrow on your show? Uh, key matchups, man. And we kind of touched on, on one of them a little bit. J- you said J-Ron and Goddard. And he, you said, hey, do you think he will? It don't matter what I think. He need to. Yeah. He need to, to kind of reach back. And <sighs> I ain't saying... Yeah. I'm trying to bench J-Rod. I'm just saying. Well, you can't. <laughs> you can't. Pop. Politics, man. Politics ain't going to let that happen, but I don't think he's been one of your best defenders yeah, this year. Yeah, I'm not saying bench him, right? Because he bring he does bring something for you. But yeah. but I would like to see Juan Ye. I think Juan Ye, Juan Ye in that role could be fun. Yeah. Hopefully Dan Quinn got a plan, man. Uh, I trust Dan Quinn. Sometimes I act like I know more than him. I know better than that, but. I trust. Anyway, supers. Pete Fikers dropped the dub in the super chat says AJ Brown is an elite. That's what I have in my notes from from Vatch's Patreon. <laughs> I ain't say that. Today? Today. Appreciate you, dog. Uh, and uh, we had the other one from Never Pull Out Shaq. He said, uh, yeah, yeah, we got the breaking news. Vatch's favorite wide receiver is AJ Brown. Hey, man, I like AJ Brown. I like AJ Brown a bunch. But I do not negotiate with terrorists. I do not negotiate with terrorists. That's all we got. All right, Marcus Harris, are you here for us today? You got to start calling them uh, I Am Legend Monsters again, man. That's exactly what they are. Yeah, because... <laughs> exactly what they are. Be, be, beating their head against the wall, screaming at Will Smith for no reason. They, 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 you know, yeah. Man. Come on, man. It's fault. Oh, this is it. Stop. Oh, I got to go this way. Okay, my bad. Oh, here we go. No, no, no. Okay, Sky, you see in the um, chat box right here, Patrick Harrison. Uh, Yeah, yeah. what is that? Sawadi Crop. Ah, 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 that's Ty. That's Ty, Sawadi Crop. Appreciate you, sir. That's that's, uh, greetings. Oh, you said biggest international fan. Shouts out to you. Shouts out to you. That's the thing about about the brand, right? They always say nation. Cowboys yeah. Nation, nah, bro. We global. Yeah. I bet he could fight too. <laughs> I bet he, Patrick yeah. Harrison. I bet he could fight. That's all they do in Thailand. They 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 be fighting since they five years old. All they do is go outside and punch and kick each other. I bet and clinch each other. I bet he could fight. Patrick, tell us if you can fight or not. Marcus Hardison says, at the volume, that's me willing the whole the whole Thailand uh fan base right now. Appreciate you. Marcus Hardison says, you have power over your mind, not outside events. Realize this and you find true strength. You have power over your mind, Mm -hmm. not outside events. And boy, once you realize this, you will find true strength. That's facts though, Scott. Focus on what you can focus on. Control what you can control. 
when these goofy Eagle fans come in here, man, just let, let them sit down so they can hurry up and leave, man. Let them just come in and eat and leave. Let them just go. <laughs> Get on my plate. show, I give them a coloring book. I tell them to go sit in the corner, and, and you know how you go to the, the doctor's office. Yeah, they got little games for the kids. Here's a crayon. Yeah. Go chill in the corner while the adults have conversation. <laughs> you know? I told your short ass you can't have no milk and cookies. <laughs> Him downstairs. Downstairs. Where the cookies and shit. Uh man, salute to the young goat, young pimp, young lion, uh, and my DC family. Insert your favorite hashtag here. Mine is uh, hold this L, lion sleep outside. That's my one. Appreciate you, man. Um, chat. Appreciate y'all, man. Appreciate y'all, man. Rue, hey, man, Rue Glock said he already know. Patrick said he's listening in Thailand. It's 4.20 a.m. over there. God damn, man, that's humbling. International Hove, that's my handle, you know what I'm saying? Damn, man, appreciate you, man. Appreciate you, appreciate you. That mean the world to us, man. You know, we, uh, you know, we, we, it's hard to really uh, get a hold of the audience sometimes, right? Because in my mind, we just all some people in Dallas as, as Cowboy fans kicking it. But, um, you know, plenty of y'all from the, uh, you know, from the DMV. A lot of y'all from uh, from Philly wearing damn Eagles jerseys, but y'all y'all Cowboy fans in real life. You know what I'm saying? So when we, you know, when when we hear people that's in in France or they may be, you know, you know, somewhere in Africa, you know, we got some Australians here, um, Portugal. Uh, John from um, Germany, from, uh, Germany, uh, and all um, those guys. the island, uh, not Jamaica. Is it Jamaica or Virgin Islands? Maybe both. Virgin Island Lisa, Virgin Island Lisa, Virgin Island Lisa, sure. and yeah, I forget yeah, yeah, yeah. my man. I think it is. I think it is from Jamaica. He calling and he go hard too with it. So yeah, yeah man, it's it's cool. It's a cool experience. Hey man, we glow, man. Tell Logan we all over the place. You know, uh, Marcus Harrison came. He came back. So oh, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, guess who not missing shows moving forward? Uh, he works from 7 a.m. to 3 30. Well, that's when we start. <laughs> we start the show at 3 30. So cool. Uh, sensational in my future voice, Marcus Harris. And that's fantastic news. You do not get to miss shows, sir. Shout out to Bryce. We talking about global, right? And countries. And he said, Don't forget Alaska. <laughs> Shouts out to Alaska. Hey. Shouts out to America, right? Like Alaska. Hey, man. The U.S. a country too, dog. You right, you, you, you right. <laughs> Landlord from Alcatraz. Hey man, appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. Hey man, fantastic show. Love y'all to pieces, man. I will see y'all uh, next Monday. I'll see y'all next Monday. And, and listen, chat. I'm incredibly phony. What about Sunday? You ain't gonna. Oh well, pardon me. Well, sure. We, we got we got two shows Sunday. Pardon me. Pardon me. Pardon me. We got two shows Sunday. Um, and I'm incredibly phony, Sky. I might go to midnight. I might not even watch the, you know what I'm saying, the, the, uh, the uh, night game, you know what I'm saying? And then all we, I made all, we watching film all week, Monday. Hey, uh, okay, Monday, day after show. Tuesday, what we learned from the film. Wednesday, look at what Mozzie did. Thursday, look at what Micah did. I might do a, a video to drop on Friday saying, hey, look at what Dak did. Giants Monday, after we done breaking down Giants, yo, Sky, I went back and I saw something D-Law did. I'm showing you what D-Law did. Coming Damn. back. I got time. I might be on, I might pop up on your show Sunday. If, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, yeah. might, I might pop up on it if, it if it go down that way. I'm just saying. Hey, man. Yo, we love y'all to pieces. Hit all the volume buttons. 
all the DraftKings buttons downloaded. Promo code Vach. You bet five, you get 200 back instantly and beautiful bonus bets. Skywalker, S-T-E-E-L-E on all social medias. Vach Lombardi on Patreon. Come over there, watch some film. What is y'all hold it down for the Doski Wilson, the Peaceky Weasky? Let's get a W, man. Volume. Do it, man. Be, 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 be Did you see the video? Uh, by the way, shots out and congratulations to the World Series champions, yeah. the Texas Rangers. Hell yeah. Hey, hey man, like, Texas Live was lit. Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, saw that, bro, yeah. it was lit. I can only imagine what a Super Bowl is like. Fam. I might. Then, you ever go crowd surfing? I went crowd surfing one time. Well, I'm, I'm too big to crowd surf. You won't be too big that night. <laughs> we catch you. Y'all better catch vibe. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.